This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Pulse Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today we're joined by Ed Moyer in New York. Good evening from London. And happy payrolls from America. Yes, indeed. The first Friday of the month, of course, that means it's non-farm payroll day, U.S. jobs and uh, interesting figures. Jobs growth in the U.S. continuing at a solid, although slowing pace. And that is despite the rising prices and higher borrowing costs weighing on the economy. So how have markets reacted? It's been volatile. We saw initially um, yields spike higher on that first headline read, um, you know, the the expectations were for only uh, 193,000 jobs to be created, 261,000 happened. And what was more impressive was those revisions. Um, that was revised uh, up to 315,000 uh, for the prior month. And, and, and I think what you saw was uh, there was this uh, knee-jerk reaction of, oh no, the Fed might have to become a little bit more aggressive here because the labor market looks very strong and wage pressures are not easing up. We saw on a month-over-month basis, uh, average hourly earnings came in a little bit hotter than expected. And and um, I think what was uh, quick, though, to happen was, uh, you know, I think markets realized, though, um, that this just justified um, Fed Chair Powell's hawkish press conference. And um, I think you're still looking at a Fed that can go ahead and raise rates at a at a pace that will, I think, for for, for many people, uh, it's pretty clear, um, continue to uh, lead this economy into um, uh, a rough patch, which will probably be a recession at this maybe the second half of next year. Um, so, so I think the 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 Fed is is going to um, need to remain committed to fighting inflation. Um, one of the key uh, moves um, shortly after this uh, payrolls report was. You saw uh, Fed swaps prices start to um, p- price in a peak policy rate of five and a quarter um, by the June time horizon. So I think you're 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 really looking at a, a market that in just a couple weeks has gone from thinking we're going to see rates peak out at four and three quarters, maybe five percent, to now five and a quarter, and that that is uh, somewhat troubling. Um, for risky assets and that's why we saw the initial sell-off but because this labor market report does show um the labor market is slowing down and there's lots of reasons to believe that's going to continue and that's why we rallied um but those gains have been wiped away i think i think um as far as uh, stock market gains and, and i think the the key takeaway is that monetary policies is is getting very restrictive here and that you're probably going to have risky assets um, struggle over the short term. Um, and and uh, I think, you know, the, the, the key trade on Wall Street is still fade, fade these rallies. Um, you know, it, it's hard to anticipate uh, that inflation, um, especially given the wage data, is going to ease up anytime soon. So, so I think rates are going to be higher for longer. And that 
should prove uh, troubling uh, for uh, stocks. So I think that's why we're giving back a lot of these gains. But um, I think overall, though, you have to like these numbers. Um, there's so many key takeaways. Uh, I know we're not going to have much time to talk about oil, but it was fascinating for me because um, when you, you go through the report, you could see that uh, oil and gas extraction jobs only rose by 400. So <laughs> it's an oil market that's going to remain tight, um, especially if you're seeing that little uh, amount of hiring done. So um, I think that was one of the little nuggets that I found interesting. But um, overall, it was a strong report. But I think, you know, the there is signs that the trend is going to be lower. The six month, 12 month averages, they're all everything is is going as planned. And uh, that should eventually help inflation. Let's talk about that Fed conference on Wednesday evening, Ed, following the 75 basis points rise in interest rates. What did you make of it? I think Wall Street got a, a nice little surprise. Um, you, you had a reporter um, ask Powell about uh, his reaction that to, to um, the FOMC decision. And the reporter um, told Powell that, you know, stocks were higher. And uh I think what would have, what happened was the reporter might have had um, a, a delayed price or something, but stocks were actually down. Um, so you had the Fed um, chair who was somewhat misled. It's it's hard to do these things on on, on the on the fly. A bit embarrassing for that reporter. A bit embarrassing, but it was it, it provided a, a tremendous insight into how the Fed um, views <laughs> uh, the market reaction, and 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 you really saw uh, Powell. He he did not hesitate. He delivered his greatest um, hawkish hits, and that to, to, that I think made um, everyone realize that wow, um, Powell is is uh, going to remain aggressive with fighting inflation. And while they they are going to, uh, it seems very likely they're going to slow down the pace of increases. Um, they're not going to end hiking until inflation is clearly slowing down. Uh, and I think one of the, the things that they were able to achieve is um, signal that, uh, and, and I think Feds Brainerd was the one that uh, her perspective is that you have long variable lags and they don't want to overdo tightening. So that's why they're going to go to half point increases. And then they're going to um, most likely, you're, you're going to see that these half-point increases are going to be key um, into continuing to uh, fight inflation, but they, they don't have to be as aggressive with 75. I think the economy is, is probably going to, to, to really weaken at, during the first quarter of next year. And uh, I think, you know, Powell, though, Powell is, is very, um, you know, his, his job's easy right now. He's, he's done a good job of convincing markets um, until the inflation report which uh, next week will most likely show. Um, inflation is coming down, but it's still very elevated, still uh, significantly higher above their terminal rate. And I think you're going to probably see that uh, the, the the Fed is going to um, need to become very um, aggressive um, in, that, in, in maintaining that rhetoric that rates can stay higher for longer. And that's, that's, I think, going to help push back some of those market expectations that the Fed could actually cut rates towards the end of next year. So I think um, inflation is going to prove to be stickier. It always, it seems like it always is in, you know, throughout various cycles. But I think uh, the Fed has convinced markets that they're, they're doing the right thing. 
Let's turn to the cryptocurrency market now, uh, Ed, and specifically Bitcoin, which seems to be stuck at the moment around the $20,000 mark. Well, right now, Bitcoin, um, it, it seems that you have all this money that came into the space over the past two years. It seems like it's not moving. There's been clear signs that the selling from the crypto winter has been exhausted um, and you're not necessarily getting fresh capital coming into the space. And I think what's what's troubling uh, for um, Bitcoin specifically is that you're, you're also seeing a lot more interest go into these other um, cryptocurrencies, specifically that are blockchain protocol trades. So Ethereum, Solana, uh, Avalanche, you're seeing a lot more interest go into those. Um, and, and that's kind of what's, uh, I think, um, made, you know, on, on moments when we've seen risk appetite look pretty attractive, Bitcoin is still somewhat anchored. Um, today's reaction to the non-farm payroll report was pretty um um, no, no, significant because it, it, it showed you that uh, when when stocks were much higher and, and, and uh, before they paired their gains, uh, you know, Bitcoin struggled, but it did make it above 21,000. Uh, but, but I think what you're going to see is until we see capitulation, until we really get a sense of, you know, how, how does the, you know, the, the, the stock market trade unfold you know does does the s&p 500 break towards 3500 or do we kind of just hover around 3700 uh and and i think that um if if uh the market is rather downbeat you're you're probably going to see that bitcoin is going to be stuck around 20,000 for quite some time if inflation though shows signs that it is easing quickly, if there's much more demand destruction, you could see, I think investors are gonna become a little bit more optimistic here and uh, crypto could um, finally break out higher. But um, I think right now we're, we're in this uh, frustrating consolidation phase, but um, I think there is growing momentum. Uh, but I think, you know, as throughout every cycle, you, you go through the ups and downs. And I think right now the, the, the crypto verse is still getting cleaned up. And uh, I think we're gonna have a, a greater emphasis these next few months on regulatory and also um, there's going to become a closer eye on uh, rules put in place for stable coins let's look ahead to next week now the big political event where you are of course it'll be the midterm elections also you've got the u.s inflation report as well Next week, it's uh, you know Super Tuesday. You're you're going to have uh, the focus on the uh, midterm elections. Right now, Republicans are are looking pretty good. I think there's uh, expectations that they're going to take the House. The Senate is uh, there's some scenarios where they lose a seat, they gain a seat, which means we're we're still at gridlock, which means the vice president gets the tie-breaking vote. But uh, in, in some scenarios, it, we could see. The Republicans take both the House and the Senate, so I think uh, it's it's going to be um, probably a limited market reaction, just because um, I think there's high confidence uh, Biden is going to lose his blue wave, um, and and uh, I think as far as markets go, uh, it's it's always going to be about inflation, it seems, but um, I, I think you're going to see that uh, investors are are going to closely watch all these uh, CPI readings, um, and so not just for the U.S., but um, I think a lot of people pay uh, close attention to uh, China's data as well. The focus uh, now shifting to other central banks. You know, we, we do have a key rate decision from Mexico. They, they're expected to remain aggressive. Their hikes have, have been 
pretty aggressive. They they have their overnight rate at 10%, uh, or it's expected to rise to 10% from nine and a quarter. But uh, overall, I think you, you, you're going to see that uh, there's a lot of focus on um, any anything to do with inflation. So the United Nations will publish their food outlook report that comes on Thursday. And uh, I think for for me, uh, I, I know that uh, you, you're going to see that those University of Michigan consumer sentiment were, you know, preliminary readings are going to be key on Friday. That rattled markets uh, last month. So I think this is going to be a key one. Inflation expectations, that's the key. Um, we'll, we'll see if uh, those show any signs of coming down and uh for china they have their singles day uh, it's the you know the big shopping event that's also on friday so lots of lots of central banks speak from all the major central banks um and uh for the for the uk we got industrial production and gdp also on friday so a very busy week and the focus will um primarily be on inflation and also those midterm elections when is it not busy these days uh, ed it seems to be uh, relentless at the moment there was no summer lull. Uh, I think we we <laughs> it's just been uh it's, it's just been chaotic. But uh, I, I think I think we'll we'll get a nice little break. I think you know t- during those holiday period. Um, the one thing that I think I like is after the December fourteenth meeting, the Fed does not get together until February first. So uh, you'll you'll see a little bit of a calm, hopefully, leading up to those labor and inflation reports. So hopefully, hopefully, we could see some calm in the markets. Okay, well, enjoy your weekend, and we'll speak to you again very soon. Thank you. You too. This is the Oanda podcast.